Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. My name is Ashley Pollard. Here you will find business tips, entrepreneurial advice, and an honest account of mistakes I make along the way. I will also have some friends along for the ride who can add in their own experience, obstacles, and what we can all learn from each other. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely road, but not in my circle. We are all in this together. Guys, you are not ready for today's episode. So excited for you to meet Nikki Dindo, who's coming on the podcast today. Nikki and I have had a longstanding relationship where she's hired me for a few things. We've done a strategy sprint together. She's been in the doers, and she's actually a part of the roundtable, which is my January to December container this year. It's just incredible to see her growth from a peer-to-peer perspective, from another marketing agency perspective, from a mentorship perspective. I just have nothing but utmost respect for her and the business that she runs. And what I wanted to do today was have a little bit of fun. I wanted to bring her on as another marketing agency and kind of ask her questions as if I was speaking for you. Because I know that there are so many questions you have when it comes to short form video, creating reels, making TikToks if you're interested in that. And I know it's so overwhelming. Like I know it's so overwhelming and it can freak you out and it can make it scary and it can feel really vulnerable. I thought that it could be fun to have Nikki on and I could ask her some questions. Give us some tips for short form video. Give me some lay of the land when it comes to reels and TikToks and that kind of thing. So that's what we did today is I definitely got some great answers for you. She has one of the coolest subscriptions, and she's going to tell you a little bit about that. I become so excited about it that it sounds like, you know, super salesy. And I just want you to know that it's because I'm so passionate about it, and I'm really excited for you to hear about it. I actually thought that it was more expensive than it was, and I'm also her mentor, so it was exciting to remember how great the service is. So she's here to help you guys with your short-form video, and I can't wait for you to fall in love with her. Let's chat. Oh my gosh, Nikki, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome to The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is your first podcast ever. You just told me that and my jaw is on the floor. First podcast ever. So super honored that I'm doing it with you. Thank you. Well, and you know, it's funny. We've known each other for a while, but I couldn't figure out when we first met. Do you have any idea? Oh, I mean, I know when we first met in person, but I think I was kind of brought into your space. I do remember I saw someone recommend you in a Facebook group and then I went to your Instagram and then kind of started lurking. And at some point after that, probably signed up for a call or a VIP day or something. But yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that's so funny. I mean, that tends to happen. People are always lurkers before they make any moves with me. That's for sure. But yeah, we've done a few things together. I think we did a strategy sprint together. We have had group programs that you've been a participant. You're in the round table this year, but we've also worked together, which has been really cool. You know, you and I have been in projects together. You're joining us for some projects with Dial Zero Marketing, but I love what you're doing. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, granted, you all heard the intro a few seconds ago, but Nikki, you run a social media agency similar to what we do at Dial Zero Marketing. And do you kind of want to tell people in your own words a little bit about what you do before we dive into all of the nitty gritty that you have for us today? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I've worked in social media for about 15 now, which is kind of crazy. My career actually started in fashion PR and at one of the places that we both worked at together a long time ago. And in time, after producing runway shows, I took it upon myself to create social media profiles for some of our clients and just wanted to make myself useful. Then my time in New York was up. I came back to Vancouver, which is not a ginormous fashion PR town, but we took my way into a job at an agency that did NPR and found my home there for a few years and left about four or five years ago to start my own business. So I run a social media agency called Spring Media Co. And we do social strategy and management for some really cool brands in the lifestyle space, lots of tourism, and we support lots of female entrepreneurs. And it's a blast. Yeah. It's been so great to see all of your growth and development. And, you know, you're an active member of the roundtable for this year. And Seeing you challenge yourself and grow and adapt has just been unbelievable to see. It's very inspiring. And one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is because, of course, we run a social media agency with Dial Zero Marketing. But the thing is that I'm not really in the day-to-day. I'm very much removed. The team is very much running it. And I feel like I'm a bit disconnected from maybe some of the more tangible tips and takeaways because the team really sees more of that. And one of the things that I wanted to do with you today is kind of ask you as if I'm my audience for some social media tips, things that I know they're asking. And the reason why I want to ask you instead of just share my perspective is that you have such a difference than I do in business where you are very ingrained in the team and you are working really closely with them in a beautiful way. You're so supportive. And I think that you probably have a leg up in knowing what's hitting, what's not, and some things to consider. So I'd love to kind of like walk through some short form video tips, some posting cadence tips, some things that I always hear from my audience and bring those to you to kind of talk through what you might be recommending to people. Absolutely. So one of the things that kind of everyone asks is how do I wind up on the explore page? I don't think that's ever happened to me even. I don't know, but how did, wait, here's a, here's a question before. Do we know when we end up on the Explore page? Do we get an alert? Do we get a notification? Like, how do we know that? You're not going to get an alert, but your content is going to start popping off. Like all of a sudden, you're going to go from maybe 10,000 views on a reel to 200,000 overnight. So you're going to notice. You're not going to get a notification, although that would be great. But just like that huge, huge, huge unexplained bump in your metrics. Right. Okay. So basically what you're saying is we want to get on the Explore page because we want the visibility, right? Absolutely. That is one of the best ways to reach new audiences is for your content to be shown to new audiences on the Explore page. It's featured. It sits there for a few days and it is the absolute best, best, best way to grow your account and reach new people. But there's no like recipe to it. It's not like you're going to be guaranteed. But the only thing that will kind of really help get you there is to use trending audio, but to do it in a unique way that will help you stand out and for your message to really resonate within your audience. Now, what's funny about trending audio is that I think that's a word we all know. Trending audio, like find the trending audio. But if somebody is like hasn't created a reel ever, it's really hard to understand what that means. And honestly, I think it's a little bit easier than people might understand. It's not necessarily that you have to like have a certain amount of analytics of the sound and you have to find it at a certain time. 
It's just like, if you scroll for one minute straight, you will hear some audio a few times. Like there's yeah. there's one or two that will be pretty consistent. Use that one. Am I missing something? Like, do you have a different way of finding trending audio? There's a couple of ways. Number one is that Instagram, thankfully, has made it a bit easier for us now. So if you kind of scroll on the Explore tab and look through a few, you'll start to see an arrow next to some sounds. And that is what Instagram kind of uses to indicate that an audio has momentum. They don't really tell us what the secret number is for how many times it's been used. It just means it has momentum. It's popular. People are using it. So that's a really great way to tap into something that easy. Just kind of see where that arrow is, throw your video up on top of that, and you're going to automatically see a huge bump in your reach. Now, something that I've recommended other people do is that when you use that trending audio, Kind of like even if you turned it down and had it just like barely playing in the background, that still triggers I'm using that trending audio. It sure does. Yeah. So you can manually control in your Instagram real settings. If you want to turn it down, you can just adjust the balance and that will still pull it up. So that's a really easy way to kind of tap into that. Now, the thing you want to make sure of, though, is that if everyone is kind of using the same sound and maybe if there's like a dance or something that goes along with it, a lot of the content is going to look the same. So then that's not really going to help your content pop off. So you want to think about what you can do to differentiate yourself so that your content will really resonate with your audience. And a lot of times that can be in the text. So you can add a hook in there that will really kind of capture your audience's attention and make it stand out amongst the sea of the same videos. You know, what you're kind of hinting at a bit, if I'm understanding correctly, something that I say a lot about short form content is that just like in sales, you have to acquire, convert, and retain people onto your social media platform. So if you want to convert people onto your page, you want to get them to follow you. You want the content to be good. If you want to retain people, you want to make sure that you have a connection with them. So I almost feel like converting people happens in posts and retaining people happens in stories. And so that would leave that reels are really the way to acquire new eyes. You're primed for growth. But what do you feel about those other ones? Using stories to retain, using posts to kind of like show someone that they should be following you. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. I definitely agree. And I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, what works for everyone is going to be different. But your stories are a way where you can really give your audience a peek into who you are as a person or as a brand in a more casual sense. That's when you'll kind of really build that trust factor where they'll get to know who you are, what you stand for, and really feel that additional sense of connection. So I think it's super important to kind of show up in a more authentic way on stories to help build that factor. Yeah. And so what if someone is so scared about reels? They've never posted once on reels. They're freaked out. They're like, no, I don't want to dance. Do you have any ideas of reels that people could do right after they get off this podcast? Like, is there something easy that even if they look like shit or even if they don't know what to post, quote unquote, is there like a surefire easy if you have to rely on something, post this? One of the easiest ways is to kind of do a list-based reel where you can just use like maybe some B-roll of you working or something like that. You're not even acknowledging the camera per se. And you'll add text onto the reel to say like, here are 10 things I learned in my first year as an entrepreneur, or here are my favorite tools. So you don't even have to think about speaking. You don't have to acknowledge the camera. It takes so much stress off of it. And then you can kind of add some text on top of the video, which will provide some form of value to your audience. It really makes it 
scary by providing, you know, some quick actionable steps or advice and like that, that's also going to encourage your audience to save it, refer back to it, which is also something that the algorithm will kind of keep in mind for shareability. The algorithm. The algorithm is one of those things like if I could live just one day not talking about the fucking algorithm, I would be so happy. Like it is so frustrating to have to go through my day to day life because, you know, so what's interesting is we just got off of a call in the doers where we have these social brainstorms, which like once a week people can come and we just talk about social and I give them ideas for what to post and we make content on the spot. And so what we were talking about is someone was like, this post didn't hit, so I don't really want to do them anymore. And I'm like, there's just too many factors. There's too many factors. Like, keep trying. Keep posting that same kind of thing. Keep having those brand pillars. And so my curiosity is like, when we're thinking about posting on social, how much do we really have to take into consideration the fact that it's just like a volatile system? And how much do we actually want to learn from our analytics? I mean, I think it's a healthy balance. At the end of the day, you want to create content that is going to resonate for you and be true to you and your audience above all else. Of course, there are other things that will factor in, but there are so many different things at play. But when you kind of look at your analytics with a bigger picture and see overarching what kind of larger trends and like what kind of content buckets are performing better, use that. But like sometimes a reel will pop off for seemingly no reason at all. And it may be something as simple as you got into the audio at that sweet spot and there was just something that connected with one person who maybe had a bigger audience. They shared it on their stories. It took off. It could be so many things and it can also be nothing. And sometimes people will say, you know, like, oh, it's easy to blame poor content on the algorithm and be like, well, this content didn't do well. Why does the algorithm hate me? And it's like, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it wasn't a good piece of content. You know, and I think that there's so much ego attached because this is what we talked about in The Doers is this idea that like it's one thing to post on social media. It's another thing to post your perception, your idea, your face, your voice, because if it doesn't work, you almost feel like you're the problem. There's like a lot of ego attached. I'm curious, like, do you have any advice for people that are like so worried about like, I'm making this all about me. Like, I feel like I'm fucking up. Like, do you have any like words of wisdom? I have so many people in my space that are like, I don't want to keep posting. It's not working. It's not working. And I'm like, it's it's quantity. It's not a quality game. It's a quantity game. But like, what kind of advice do you have for those people that just feel so discouraged? Just keep at it. The only way out is through. Just keep at it and try different things. If you are kind of feeling, especially if you're using your face in it all the time, Try other things where you're not in it as much. What would be a way that someone could make a reel where they aren't in it? Like, let's give them some ideas. Yeah. So you can pull stock video and add text on top of that. Yeah, like Pexels.com. Canva even has really decent stock video. Great stock video. So if you wanted, actually, this is kind of leaning on the other example I'd had. But like, let's say you are leading into one of your content pillars and you're doing kind of three pain points. So kind of if you were to think about information that you would maybe put into a caption of a post, you can add that onto stock video and throw it onto a reel. Then it kind of does remove that level of it's me from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're you're kind of safeguarding yourself a little bit. And I also feel like there's maybe a little bit of confidence built in like not showing your face for a while and then saying, okay, the content's working now I feel like I am able to like kind of dip my toe back in a little bit. For sure. 
And you can also look at things, and it depends what you're in, but you can lean on some of your work samples if you are in the service industry and you may have, you know, results to show for before and afters or something like that. You can incorporate those into reels where you are not showing your face. Yeah, and you know, now we're in a time where we can schedule reels, which is always so exciting. And whether you're using a scheduler app like Later or Metricool or any of those, Planoly, you can actually go into the reel itself on Instagram. And if you go to advanced settings, it says schedule this reel. Like you can do it straight from the app, which is so nice. But my question for you is how much are you a batcher like, and how much do you recommend batching? Because I'm such a batch it all kind of gal. I batch as much as possible when you are in the zone, because I get it like creating video and consuming. It will be I have this myself. I have mental blocks where just I don't want to do it. But, you know, once you have two, three hours carved out, batch as many as you can. Change your outfits, change your hair so it doesn't look like you're doing them one after the other. But batch film that and then schedule them. I personally prefer to schedule within Instagram itself, just because I feel like you have a little bit more control about like if you want the audio to start at a certain point, then you can add the text in app. And I trust it a tiny bit more, but not by much. There are still glitches, but you do have a little bit more control. Yeah, I feel like I'm just so much in the mindset of like anything is better than nothing. Anything is better than nothing, you know? So for me, even B-roll, isn't it interesting like how easy it also, I don't like the word easy, it almost like downplays that like there are mental blocks and things like that, but it's such a simple task to just set up your phone and record you typing at like time lapse so that it goes super quick and you could put text over it or, you know, there's so many different ideas. One of the big reasons that I wanted to have you on and talk about reels and short form is because I really lean on you as an expert in that space, mainly because you like run a business around reels. Like sure, you have Spring Media where you are servicing clients, but you do have a part of Spring Media as well that is fully focused on short form video. And that is why you are the queen of short form video. So do you wanna tell us a little bit more about what that is? Because I just find it fascinating. I find it such a need in the market right now. Absolutely. What I was finding is that there were so many business owners who were just getting stuck and overwhelmed when it came to figuring out what to post, how to create it. So I tried to come up with a few resources that would make it super, super simple. One of the things that our team really leans heavily on, and that's kind of how this started, is that we were creating an internal newsletter each week with four trending audios on Instagram and four trending audios on TikTok. And we'd all kind of see what was trending, put some ideas down, and then share it with the rest of the team. So that we would know, you know, what would work for our clients. And so then we started sharing it with other friends and it turned into a subscription called Real Talk. And so now anyone can have access to this and it's such a great resource. So each week, everyone will receive links to four trending audios, for both Instagram and TikTok, and they'll receive information on how to use each one, how to adapt it for your niche. They're all quick easy, meant to be done in five minutes. So it makes it super, super simple. So you're telling me that we just went through this whole thing about where to find trending audio. And you're telling me I could have it delivered to my inbox. I mean, now I sound like I'm a QVC ad, but like it really, I remember I was a part of a service where we got short form video audio sent to us weekly and I loved it. And I was paying like, I want to say like a hundred bucks a month. And it was like 
weekly short form video with audio. And I loved it for the first month or two. And then I started realizing like all of this is like old audio. It's not trending. No one's actually researching this. You could kind of tell that people were just like pulling a sound. Like some of them were just so random. And so I feel like what you're doing is so incredible, not because you're just putting together searching and scouring Instagram for the best audio and the trending ones to find, but the ease of getting it delivered to you in a way like I trust you. You know what I mean? Like it's not like someone trying to do a cash grab, you really are taking the time to understand and find audio that is for the right time, as well as which I wish that I would have gotten in the service that I had signed up for previously, how to use it. That to me is the biggest piece because, okay, so you're telling me I have this audio. Now what do I do? What am I supposed to do with this? You know what I mean? Like that to me, I think is the biggest thing is how much time you're putting into like really dedicating yourself to let's make sure that the audio that we're sending is spot on helpful, impactful. And it's definitely less than 97 I was paying, I believe. Yeah, it's 47 a month. So no brainer. So like, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. No, I'm kidding. Now we're now we're trying to listen to a sales call and I don't want it to sound like it, guys. My claim is, you know, there are resources out there, whether you want to go find the $97 one that I was in or use Spring Media's $47 Real Talk, which is just so cool. There's places. There's also tons of different blogs and stuff on Pinterest. To me, I don't want to like scour and do the work to find it. I would rather just pay somebody to send it to me. But what are some things on Instagram that you hear all the time that you're like, oh, that is so not true? Like, what are some of those myths that are just like they drive you crazy where you're like, stop saying this? Oh, there's a lot. I think that one of them right now is that you have like the sheer quantity of how much you have to post. And it's coming kind of from Instagram directly, but it's just not true. So, So they are saying that you have to post, I think it's something like 12 reels a week for carousels. It is insane. Oh my God. It's just unreasonable for anybody to do. Nobody can do that. And so then, and I I mean, I get it. I understand that for them, it's like a numbers game, but that is just so unattainable for anyone to do. So I see a lot of people who will hear that information and think that that's what they have to do in order to like succeed on Insta. And it's just not true. Anything is better than nothing. I mean, of course you want to have form of regularity, but like if you are doing five posts a week, that's phenomenal. If you're doing four, great. And that, that's kind of my take. I'm kind of like, so wh- something I've been saying a lot more lately is that you cannot strategize anything without momentum first. So first step is momentum. Second step is strategize. A lot of people think to get momentum, I need to strategize it, right? I'm going to make the most clear plan ever. I'm going to study all this stuff and take the course and download the freebie and map out a plan and put it in Notion. And it's like, you got to build the momentum first. You got to just be throwing stuff up and like figuring it out as you go. You have to be like posting a shitty reel and another shitty reel and another one. And then it gets better and it gets better and it gets better. And you start to say, wait, what if I tried this? What if I tried this? And that's when you strategize. So I really like that you say that because I do think that presence is going to be more impactful than the focus on impact alone through this one reel, you know? A hundred percent. And you know what though? Sometimes it is those reels that you haven't put any necessary strategy into. You just jump onto something. You hop on, you give a hot take, you share your thoughts. If it meant something to you, it's going to resonate with other people. And when I was like working in corporate social media, the amount of frustration we'd have when something that we planned out, we filmed, we put together, it looked gorgeous. It would tank. Something that took two seconds that we just hopped on, it would pop off and we're like, really? What are we doing here? 
But so that just goes to show though, that like, just do it. Just do it. Get out there, make it happen. In the real talk, what other things do we have at our fingertips there? So there's also access to a bunch of kind of done for you real ideas. So there's actually a bank of over a hundred of them now that kind of will. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Wow. And so it's a compilation. And so none of me, I want it. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, how much do I have to pay to get all of my team involved? Because this is amazing. <laughs> no, it's so good. And so it, it's broken down. It's like reels where you don't have to use your face. Reels, like if you are a product brand and you want to showcase the process. And so you can go in there, see exactly how to do them. And then if you pair it with a trending audio, you're done. You're done. I, I mean, like my brain's already like going a million miles a minute. I'm like, oh, we could do this for me time. And like, oh, we should do this for fast forward. And oh my gosh, like, why aren't we doing this for team AP? Because it's like, I already have like a nine, like 900 million ideas. And then the other thing is like, kind of like focusing on this idea of with batching, with ideas, with focusing on reels, with all of this stuff. I think there's always this other conversation of like planning in advance. And I have a system that I use to plan content in advance, but I think there's power in posting in the moment because you're going to have that deeper connection with your community where you're just going to like know what they need that day. But there's also power in like having everything planned in advance and structured. Where do you kind of fall there? I fall somewhere right in between the middle. When you're managing it for a lot of people, it is certainly super helpful to have as much done in advance as possible. But like you have to make room for things that are going to come up in the moment. Whether it is something that is popping off that you need to jump on or whether you just get struck with inspiration and be like, hey, I want to weigh in on this. So I think you need to leave room for both. And we tell our clients that too all the time. As much as they want to have things done in advance, things come up. Opportunities happen. Things happen spur of the moment. And so I think it's a healthy balance and just like to have the flexibility and give yourself permission to do something spur of the moment and know that it may not be as polished as the rest. And that's completely fine. I guarantee no one's going to be sitting there at home being like, mm, this one's not quite as good as the rest. I mean, TMI, and I know some of you guys cringe when I say this, but like people are looking at Instagram on the toilet and people are looking at Instagram on the couch and on the subway and when they're stuck in traffic, like they're not looking at it like oh, Nikki posted. Let's look at what's in the background. Oh my gosh, one hair is out of place. Oh my gosh, oh my whiting. It's like no one's doing no it. One's doing they're it. going like boop, 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 like on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. We have to remember that with social media, there's just so much content out there that if you are obsessing over a reel, a story, a post, it's in and out in minutes. It's in and out in minutes, which like sucks, like on one end to know that you're putting in sometimes so much time and effort and know that like someone's gonna look at it for two seconds and it'll be gone the next. But that is the reality of where we are. And so that's why I hate to say like done is better than perfect, but done is better than perfect. Like just do it. I love saying done is better than perfect. That's the entire way that I built my business and made it successful. That's so true. It's like some, I heard that probably from you and then made that my entire life motto and Good. made a difference. 60% and operating is more profitable than waiting to 100% and sitting on it. I mean, there's somebody who I followed for years in this space who has had this idea for two and a half years. Oh my God, I have this idea. I want to make it perfect. Oh my God, I have this idea and make it perfect. She waited two years, launched it, and no one really signed up. Whereas if she would have said, hey, I'm going to launch this at 10% and you can join right now and the price is going to be low and I'm going to add to it and add to it and add to it. She probably could have been rolling in money right now. But you want to make sure that with anything, 
that you are aware of the function. And the function of social media is connective filler content. It's junk food. It's snacky. It is not a kale salad that's supposed to nourish your body. It's a Jolly Rancher. And a Jolly Rancher is delightful and it's one and done. I've never had a Jolly Rancher that I've like remembered and said, wow, that must be the best Jolly Rancher I've ever had in my entire life. I can't stop thinking about it. But there's a steak I've had that definitely makes me feel that way. And a steak you have to enjoy over a longer period of time, which might be more like a freebie they can download or a service that you offer. Like that's where you really take the time to perfect the craft not for social media. But it's kind of funny because we're both social media managers. So like, are we saying our job is obsolete? And I'm like, no, no, (laughs) not really. Yeah. You know, because I think that the the beauty of working with a social media manager is you have someone to strategize on your behalf. You have somebody who can, you know, design and write copy and post and analyze the numbers and engage with the community. Are you taking clients for Spring Media? Yes, we are. I mean, guys, even if you're not interested in real talk, which like now I'm signing up today, like I'm so excited. Like, honestly, like I have a million ideas. I just want to get in there and like see what I have to play with. But the other thing is that like if you're a branding person or a PR person, like this is the time that that you need to like network with other people so that you can send business back and forth. Because I'm sure you offer a referral fee. Of course. Yes, definitely do. If you have just have questions about social, like hit me up in the DMs. I am there to help support you, answer your questions. I know that social media can be a very overwhelming space. So shoot me a note. Like I'm around and happy to just like be a sounding board for you. Yeah, there you go. You know, I think it's just nice to make sure that I I challenge you with any of the guests that come on, you know, start with Nikki and then go through the list and say, who can I connect with? Who can I make friends with? Who can I send business to? Who can send business to me? Because guys, when you listen to a podcast, you might think, oh, I'm so disconnected from them because they're on a podcast. It's like, Nikki, you're just a person running a business. Just a person running a business. Just a gal running a business. I mean, running a successful business, but you know, you're just a gal running a business. And I think that we forget that like, you can reach out to these people and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. I'd love to be connected and send business your way or have you send business my way. So that's just something to think about. But Nikki, in the sphere of social media, if somebody, let's talk to two different people, someone who's very scared of social media and isn't really involved as much as she wants to. And the second will be someone who's very active on social media. Let's give them some tips. So let's start with the person who is not very active. They're very scared of social media. What are three things? What are three pieces of homework you could give them today? Okay, so for the person who's scared of social media, the first piece of advice I would tell them is just to kind of maybe spend an hour and just scroll through social and see what is working. Go through and, you know, don't think of it as like I'm wasting time on social. Go through and take some notes. See what commonalities are. Like go through the explore page and see what those pieces of content have in common. Write it down and just kind of use it as a jumping off point to see what you can do to adapt that for your brand. Be like, hey, I saw a lot of people posting photo dumps of their summer holiday. That's a super easy piece of content to do. So sit there, scroll through and just kind of notice what's common. The second piece of advice I would give them is to create one reel. And Instagram, thankfully, has made sometimes reels a lot easier. They have templates. So go in and plug in directly within Instagram. So you don't have to worry about making sure the beats are synced or the time. It makes it super easy to drag and drop. Just do one, one, just one. You know, what's interesting. And tell me if you disagree. I find 
a lot of times what holds people back from anything that has to do with any software technology, and we might not think of Instagram as software technology, but it is, is I don't know what button to push. Fair. So you like almost have to go through the process of like, I don't know what button, like, let me figure out the buttons first. So like, if you have never used reels, just take a second to say, I'm going to make a reel today just because I need to know what buttons to push. Exactly. And I promise that like, as you go through and just do one, you'll kind of navigate your way. You'll learn what everything does. Just play, just play and do one. You don't have to worry about adding text. You don't have to worry about transitions. Honestly, just do a photo dump and use one of the real templates because they've done most of the heavy lifting. You know, I haven't used those real templates yet. I've heard nothing but good things, you know, because if I understand correctly, you open up the real template, there's audio there and It'll say a five second clip, a 10 second clip, a 30 second clip, and you just like upload any video from your camera roll already. And it makes it perfectly timed to the beat. I think that's what you just said, but like, it's just so cool. It's so cool. And it saves so much time because like, man, originally we were creating templates in Canva that we could kind of essentially do the same thing and timing each clip out. And this makes it so much easier. And Instagram is constantly working on improving this service. So now they're actually working with creators to like maybe do an exclusive launch of a single on Instagram and create a template around that. So I've worked with people at the back end of putting that together. And then the song will essentially launch on Instagram with the sound and there'll be this fun template that's like so great and super easy to use. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that to your point, I think if you take anything away from this episode, it is make moves, even if you don't really know what you're doing quite yet. The good news is that the reel might be gone in 24 hours. The story definitely will be gone in 24 (laughs) hours. The post gets pushed down after a day or two. So if a post breaks your business, you didn't have a strong one to begin with. Like it's not going to. So that kind of covers our like newer or like fresh to Instagram or fresh to reels or like the nervous social poster, let's call it. What about someone who is like, okay, I'm in that space, man. I'm posting consistently. I'm posting reels. I always want to be getting better. What are some things for the more advanced social person where you're like, ooh, you could try this. This is a fun little trick that we're trying for someone who's like really in the game. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I would suggest is to try something new. So I know a lot of people will post reels consistently, but maybe not try transitions because there's a bit more curve there sometimes. But try something new. A lot of times as social media works, posts with transitions kind of do really well and people appreciate that extra level of effort and creativity that went into that. So try it and see what it does. Yeah, I think that's super fair. You know, like, let's just see. Let's just like try something new. What's a way that you can amp up your game? You know, something else I might think about is like, can you make compilations of past videos, you know, like you have three of them where you're talking about email. Can you slice them together and say, here are three different tips. Sure. You're wearing different clothes. Sure. The lighting is different. It doesn't matter, matter. but splice them together to make fresh new content from content that already exists. Like I'm a big repurposer. Oh, it's the best. And also you can grab things from your stories. You can grab content from your story. Like look at what performed well in your stories, what really resonated and turn that into a reel. And Instagram actually has a feature now that does that for you too. Unbelievable. Like, I'm, you know, I think if anything, I hope that people are starting to think like reels are not as scary as they need to be. I'm not telling you to convert to TikTok. I'm not telling you to dance, monkey dance. 
All I'm saying is take some B-roll of you typing in your laptop and put a tip on top of it. And, you know, I, I truly do think that that's the best place for growth. New eyes, new followers is reels. Unfortunately, because I fucking hate them, to be honest, but you got to play the game or it plays you. Unfortunately, and I should have mentioned, too, that that's kind of why trending audio is so important is because when an audio is popping off, it will show content that people who have used that audio. So that is one of the reasons that it's so important to use audio that is trending on Instagram, because it will get your content in front of those new eyeballs, whether or not it gets you on the explore page. And that shouldn't be the, like the end goal. It will still help you reach your ideal audience. Yeah, I think that's the good point, you know, is that it's not necessarily like you're going to go viral. It's like even if you don't go viral, it will get you eyes and like four new eyes where one converts are four new eyes I want. You know what I mean? Like you never know. You never know. Nikki, this has been so much fun. I learned on here. I definitely have like nine million ideas. I'm over here like scribbling ideas off screen because I'm like, oh, we should do this and we should do this and we should do this and we should do this. Like I'm, I hope that you guys have like a million ideas coming through too. Where can we fall in love with you? Where can we stalk you because we're obsessed with you now? Give us the details. Absolutely. We're on Instagram at Spring Media Co. You can reach out on email. It's hello at springmediaco.com. I answer every single email. So if you have any questions, send me a DM, shoot me an email. I'd absolutely love to chat with all of you. Guys, the real initiators in this space are going to shoot her a DM or send her an email and say, love the episode. We should connect or like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for this. Da, 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 da. I mean, and then wait, let's not go any further. Where can we sign up for real talk? Oh my gosh. Yes. So it is on the website at springmediaco.com and there is a page for Real Talk. And I have an exclusive for listeners of the pod, for the doers. So if you enter code doers20, that will get you 20% off your subscription each month. Okay, wait. So that means that instead of 47, they're paying 37 every month. Okay, that's insane. Running, not walking. Love you, mean it. Nikki, thank you for joining. Thank you so much for being so generous and for giving so many tips and feedback and ideas and for creating real talk and for being such a wonderful member of the roundtable and such a great collaborator. I just could sing your praises from a mountaintop till the end of time. Thank you. I love you. Lovely having you. Guys, catch you next time on The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. I will see you next time. Hold up, don't leave quite yet. The good just gets better. I know it might be expensive to hire me for my services, so I've created a free way for you to get all of my best for any question you have. Click the link in the show notes to drop us a voice note, and I promise you I will answer every single one of them on the podcast for free. This has been a Fast Forward production. To learn more about them, check out at the women are speaking on Instagram for more information. Thank you.